are listening to the Goal Digger Guide podcast. I'm your host, Brianne Burke. I'm here to help you to become the ambitious, confident, daring woman you are meant to be. I'll provide you with a no BS approach on tips, tricks, and takeaways that you will be able to implement into your life to further strive in becoming the best version of yourself. Learn to show up with your shoulders back, your head held high, while being unapologetically you. Attract what is meant to be yours through self-love, education, insight, and inspiration. Now let's get real AF. Hello and welcome back to the Gold Digger Guide podcast. I am your host, Brian Burke, and I am excited about today's episode. We are going to be talking about sensitivity. Oof, yes, sensitivity. And how sensitivity is your damn superpower. And I got all the golden nuggets to share on this. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to bring you this episode's sponsor, CMA, Confident Mindset Accelerator, my one and only beautiful signature program where I take millennial women through a transformational three-month experience. It's potent. It's juicy. It's result-driven. And this is done by CMA being built on three foundational pillars, which are absolutely essential to getting clients the results that they want. Firstly, education, breaking it down through five different informative modules that are intentionally curated to build a foundation one on top of the other. The second pillar is implementation. And the way you do this is I give you specific homework that you are going to implement in real time so you have me supporting you along the way of you making these drastic, beautiful, enlightening changes in your life. And the third pillar is support because I know when I am there holding your fine ass accountable, you are going to get the results you want faster and more abundantly And you're going to show up not only for yourself, but for me, because I am there holding your hand, guiding you and giving you absolutely everything you need to achieve the results that you desire within this program, as long as you show up just as you are and do the work. So if you have any interest in working together for this 90 day program, CMA enrollment is currently open. If you have any inkling, urge, desire, fire in your belly to reach out even just to get further details for me to answer your questions. And we will ultimately jump on a discovery call. And what that entails is really me getting an idea and hearing your side of the story, hearing where you're at now and where ultimately you want to go. From there, we will decide if you are a good fit for CMA and if CMA is a good fit for you. And if if it doesn't feel that way, no obligation, no sweat. You will get value within that call in itself. And if it does, then boom, confetti, fireworks, and we'll work together for the next 90 days and it will be amazing. And if it's something that it's not right now, that's okay. I want you to feel good about the investment because ultimately this is an investment in yourself. That's what it is. And it's natural and normal, particularly if this is your first time to feel resistance about investing in yourself because you're not used to it. But let me tell you, my most transformational years in my life was when I invested in myself. 
when I took a leap of faith, I showed up, I held myself accountable because I knew what, what I was putting on the line. And that wasn't necessarily because I was in a place where I had time or I had the extra funds. If anything, it was the complete opposite. But if you want to actually break out of that cycle, it requires a level of investment and accountability, whether that be financially, your time, and you showing up and really doing the work. The only way that you're going to change tomorrow is starting to implement things today. That's the way it works. You're not just gonna wake up one day and your mindset's gonna be different. Your confidence is gonna be stronger. Unfortunately, that is not the way it works. So I have created CMA, my baby, my life's work to literally give you absolutely everything you need to create this transformational ripple effect in your life to just create more space in abundance to attract whatever it is that you desire more of. Love, communication, money, all of that comes and starts with you. We work from the inside out and then it exudes out of you like a Care Bear, the one with the rainbow on his belly. And then when you are finally in your alignment and you're attracting everything you desire and you release things that are no longer serving you and you've actually created space for the, the life that you deserve, it becomes a ripple effect in all areas of your life. That's why when you're able to step into this place of leadership and abundance, you'll notice you start attracting things that you desire and you want into your life in different areas, whether that be health and fitness, your relationships, work. It's all tied in together and it starts with the inner work. So if this is something that speaks to you, there will be details in the show notes. And of course, you always have the option of sliding to my DMs and I'll be happy to answer all of your questions there. So jumping into today's episode, we are going to be discussing why your sensitivity is your superpower. Mm, just the sound of that feels good and empowering. And I'm going to break this down for you. So let's start with the foundation. Firstly, sensitivity is always deemed as a negative thing. Something that needs to be shielded and protected, explained or apologize for. Sensitivity can come in all different shapes and sizes. Sensitivity is when you're young, inexperienced, lack of confidence in a particular skill or social setting. You become sensitive around a specific topic and you find it very triggering. So essentially you're responding to a previous situation that you've experienced instead of responding to the actual situation at hand. Then to take it one step further are my people in the back that identify as empaths. Or if you don't identify as an empath, that's totally cool, but maybe this will resonate a little bit with you. So essentially people that are empaths, they feel sensitivity and emotion on such a deep level. And I think there's a little part of us to a degree that are all empathetic. After all, empathy is a beautiful human emotion that is needed in the world to make the world go round in order to feel empathy for each other. However, empaths in particular feel emotion and energy on such a heightened level it sometimes does not serve us. I personally identify as an empath. A lot of people in the coaching industry actually do. It oftentimes is a reason as to why we're drawn to the work that we are doing. But for example, 
These are usually people that can pick up on somebody's emotional state the second they walk in the room. They pick up on people's behavior and communication styles when they're engaging in a social setting. They feel the weight of the world on their shoulders. So something like having the news on is more draining than ever. I cannot handle having the news on throughout the day. I really try my best to shut it out. And it's just something that I need to manage accordingly because of course I need to get the latest events and insights that I need to function within our society. However, something like the news absolutely cripples me inside. Another thing that oftentimes empaths feel is the need to be the giver. So they constantly want to give, give, give. They constantly want to come in. They want to fix the situation because they are taking on somebody else's problem so deeply that it's almost as though it's their own. Now, this can be very beautiful. Again, the feeling and emotion of empathy is something that is so endearing and really connecting human beings. However, when you are someone that is taking on others' situations and problems as though they are your own, you are constantly going to feel energetically drained. And then it comes out sideways. You give out so much love, so much advice, you're willing to give the shirt off your back, and then if it's not thanked or acknowledged or the advice isn't taken naturally we become defensive because it's like, oh my gosh, I literally just gave you all of me. But that is not fair to set those expectations on other people when you are someone that identifies as an empath because you are not here to fix everyone's problems. You are here to control your own human experience and be a supportive soundboard for your loved ones and provide feedback when it's requested for, but it's not all on you. So that's a little side note about empaths while we get onto this topic of sensitivity, because that is definitely a component of it. But for those of you that actually identify as that, I just wanted to throw that golden nugget in there. So if you identify as an empath, or even if you're listening and this is something that resonates with you, I see you and I feel you and I know your sensitivity to your external reality and what's going on in your environment. And I know the state of the world right now in 2022 can feel heavy as hell and you can feel trapped by the surrounding environment that you're currently in. And let me just hit you with a reframe. First, take a big breath. Second, the moment that you accept that most of your external reality is really out of your control, the less anxiety you'll feel when presented with conflicting information. So when you're feeling things on such a sensitive level, whether that's due to past trauma or you're, it's the time of the month or you're resonating with the feeling of an empath or you're just like, I'm super sensitive right now. Everything is just coming at me a million miles a minute and I'm a bit overstimulated at the moment. Understand that so much of your external reality you cannot control. So 
once you can breathe through this, you'll release that angst and that anxiety that you are holding in your body to create some space to allow things and information, conversations, and people more so to just wash over you. It's not on you to hold. As sensitively as you are to that situation, to that person, to that circumstance, and how deeply and quickly you feel reactive to it in your physical body, the best thing that you can do for yourself is honestly take a breath and ask yourself, what about this is actually in my control? And when you actually do that, you will realize the thing that is in your control is how you choose to feel, which ultimately will transfer to how you choose to respond. Next, when you recognize and resonate with feeling very sensitive about things is the importance of prioritizing yourself. If you are feeling sensitive, that is an emotion that is draining you. And it's coming up for you for a reason. It doesn't matter how big or how small and there's absolutely nothing to feel shameful about, guilty about, wrong about. It doesn't matter. If you are feeling sensitive and something is just, it's really hitting home with you and you're like, I wish I wasn't feeling this way. I know I am taking this too personally. I know that I'm feeling like I'm being oversensitive. Stop giving yourself those little stereotypes firstly and give yourself space, grace, and compassion to allow yourself to work through it. And the way that you actually can do this and be proactive about this is prioritizing yourself. Emotion takes on a lot of weight. It takes on a ton of energy. So the way that you can prioritize yourself is removing different notifications in situations that triggers you in conversations that don't serve you. Because if you are constantly putting yourself in a situation that you're feeling quite sensitive to, you're not allowing yourself to emotionally regulate. You're not allowing yourself to rest. You're not allowing yourself to compartmentalize and separate from being in that state of overstimulation. So the problem isn't you being sensitive, it's you being proactive and understanding how you process feelings and how you feel as a person. So it's really important to prioritize yourself. Now, if you are someone that you're like, hell yes, I'm super sensitive, but I don't really know how to prioritize myself, especially in this state of the world that we are in, remember, you are usually in a state of chaos. You're probably overbooked, you're stressed either with work, just different schedules going on all the time, and you're not giving yourself time to breathe. You're not giving yourself time to decompress. You're not necessarily giving yourself something that is soul nourishing. So in your downtime, you're scrolling on Instagram, comparing yourself to other people. You're soaking up Netflix shows that aren't serving you. So you're in a state of blah, and then you go out and you're sensitive to what someone may say or a certain circumstance, and you deem it as a negative thing when it's not a negative thing. Your sensitivity is a superpower. You just essentially need to learn to emotionally regulate it in order to serve you the best it can, in order to actually support you and who you are. The sensitivity isn't a problem. Sensitivity is what makes you human. Sensitivity makes you relatable. And no matter what you are trying to do, a dream that you are chasing, a business that you're building, a network, 
that you're creating, relationships that you are forming, what you need is to be relatable. That's how you connect with other human beings. When you allow yourself to be sensitive and vulnerable without apologizing or masking it or getting an ego hangover because you need to make up for this level of sensitivity that you've shown, that is not going to make you relatable. What's going to make you relatable is being sensitive and being empathetic and understanding how others could feel and understanding how you may respond to a certain situation. But with all that, comes emotional regulation. It will better support you in understanding how to best respond to a situation and how to also not take on the constant energy of not only your external reality, but of other people's emotions and situations. A massive component of the human experience is feeling your emotions and sensitivity is a part of that. So stop apologizing for being sensitive, whether it's the time of the month, whether you're an empath, whether you're always sensitive, it's something that you need to emotionally regulate and welcome in to your deliverance as a human and how you can serve other people and how you can relate to other people. And as I said, this is the best part about being sensitive. The more vulnerable and sensitive you are, the more authentic you are being. And let me tell you, this will benefit you in every possible way in your human experience because people don't remember necessarily what you say, but they remember how you make them feel. And if you are able to be sensitive in a way that best supports you and can serve other people, honey, you are flying, flying. You are going to skyrocket in your self-development journey of stepping into a leader in your own life and really taking control of your own situation. So stop trying to shove your sensitivity down as though it's a negative thing. There needs to be more of it. And that requires you peeling back the layers and really stepping into and accepting that you might just be a more sensitive person. And that's a beautiful thing to care more deeply. It's, that's not a bad thing. If anything, it is the opposite. It makes you more unique. You just need to learn to do the inner work to emotionally regulate that sensitivity in a way that just supports you and empowers you. And when you're able to actually emotionally regulate yourself and shine with your sensitivity, it will create a space for you to lead by example for people to be more open with you, to trust this space, to know that it's an emotionally stable and secure container while still trusting and feeling comfort in your ability to show vulnerability and sensitivity as a way of leadership. And what that looks like is you being your full authentic self. That's not you crying at absolutely everything, being needy, not communicating your actual feelings and your desires and what you need from a partner or a relationship. That's not it. It's grounding yourself in doing the work, emotionally regulating yourself so you are still equally sensitive, but you're able to actually govern it in a way that best supports you. That way you're actually able to respond to a situation, respond to a person with a full heart of sensitivity and a full heart of empathy, but not from a place of demanding somebody else to meet your expectations because you are feeling a certain way. That is why sensitivity 
is a goddamn superpower and is your superpower for the taking if you just learn to do the inner work and first things first, accept it as it is, stop trying to change it. If anything, peel back the layers, get a bit deeper with yourself and start to do some reflection. And a great way to do this is actually Take advantage of my freebie, Your Internal Glow Up Guide. It's free for you. If you haven't done it, it's in the show notes. If not, slide into my DMs and I will send it over your way. It's five video modules, short little lessons with specific curated journal prompts to focus on each specific topic. And that will really support you in doing some reflection and seeing that feeling of sensitivity and vulnerability appear for you and really how you can ground into that in a way that feels so good and so empowering. So that wraps it up for today. Why your sensitivity is your superpower. If you have any questions, concerns, feedback, I am here. Again, slide into my DMs. I always want to hear from you. And until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Gold Digger Guide podcast. If you're looking to find more ways on how to up-level your life, you can find me on Instagram at Brianne Burke, where I share all my tips and tricks on everything mindset and productivity. I am here to serve you. So please share a review. Let me know what you want to hear and let's grow together.